Elizabeth. Oh, it's lovely to have you here. Oh, why, thank you. We have another special guest on our <gasps> podcast <gasps> this week. Could it be? Ooh, it's Michael. Hello. <laughs> All right. You sound very happy to be here, Michael. Definitely. Well, it's a privilege and a pleasure to be here on Woman Oh, well, hopefully it's not a full hour, so... <laughs> no, it's not, yeah. Michael, what is your favourite film? Well, first of all, what is your favourite genre? And then what's your favourite film of that genre? Um, so I love a good historical film. Uh, thinking films like Dunkirk, for example. Yeah. Um, or 1917. Mm. Um, don't have to involve war, but... Uh, oddly, this is quite niche, but foreign language war films. What is it about them that makes them so appealing? I think because we have... We have our own perspective of the war in this country, yeah. to, to the 24-year-old. Um, <laughs> but but it is interesting because when you see a film in a different language, it's it being made in a different country with a different national perspective, as it were, on the events. So it's interesting seeing their lens on the same events. Do you, do you find that studying history, like particularly the war period, means that you're more likely to watch a war film? Yeah, I mean, I did it as far as GCSE um, mm. and then stopped, but primarily because I didn't think the course material was very interesting at A-level rather than because mm. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I tend to kind of think it history after about 1700 is where it starts getting really interesting, <laughs> I think. Mm. Um, English history or European history or world history? Yeah, I mean, I probably am more interested in British history just because it's, it's more directly applicable or, or relevant to where I am, we are today, mm. in our current context. But I'm not, not interested in European history or world history. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I and guess having course... a National Trust membership means that you're <laughs> more likely to see English heritage. Obviously not English heritage, because that's a different organisation. Indeed, yeah. But um, I guess that feeds into learning about English history mm. or is it just the gardens that you go for to be honest yeah I mean I'm it's the, the history that I find most interesting is the kind of political or military or kind of industrial stuff. <laughs> not very national trust um, <laughs> I always so, think of that as stately homes and they yeah. go oh, this is the bed that King George slept in <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's just for the day out you go to National Trust yeah, really it's an experience yeah exactly so uh, the history of most National Trust properties isn't that interesting like I don't mm, I'm not necessarily agree. that I'm not necessarily <laughs> that bothered by what life was like for the you know the upper class in look at the pattern on their curtains 1750 <laughs> you know you can tell um, I enjoyed these day outs uh, as a kid can't you? yeah <laughs> a but I do like a good National Trust garden you know? mm. what's been your favourite National Trust like visit to date? Ooh, that's a hard question. Mm. As in property or yeah, particular occasion. I, guess, um, I think the visit, both. Like, yeah. it, it's not just the property that you go for. It's, is it? it's the, the whole day the experience. out experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's probably a couple that I'm kind of very partial to, um, but kind of from back, back where you know where my parents live and where I grew up. Um, that's in Kent, right? Yeah, it's in Kent. Mm. Yeah, um, northwest Kent. Uh, so there's a couple of properties. One is Chartwell, um, which is Winston Churchill's former home. Fantastic. Um, so, I which is, I, I think, I, I think that is probably, in some sense, my favourite National Trust property in the sense that it is, you've got the interesting history and mm. it's got some nice gardens. Mm. And the significance um, of it as well. 
Yeah, exactly. Aren't there some walls there that he built himself? Because he used to do bricklaying as a therapeutic calm activity. <laughs> I can't remember. Recreational. There we go. That's the word for that. Rather he was than a recreational like colouring in. Or yeah. like adult colouring. Can you um, imagine when mindfulness <laughs> with an adult colouring book? Oh. Uh, but no, well, that is right. He was a prodigious a artist. Mm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Water so fella. he, um, I think he was oil, but I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. What a man. One of the attractions if you go to Chartwell mm. is uh, not that I'm advertising it, but <laughs> I feel like you are now. <laughs> if if when this is all over you wish to visit Chartwell, they have a number of Churchill's original uh, artworks. Well, wow. Do they have any brick walls though? In my head there's a brick wall that he laid. I mean they have brick walls, but uh, I couldn't <laughs> <laughs> They have okay. brick walls. Fine. <laughs> I couldn't comment on the veracity of that oh. particular uh, <laughs> Elizabeth's favourite National Trust property. My favourite one. Mm. Oh dear. Um, mm. Is it Hever Castle? Is that National Trust or is that English Heritage? Know. I'm not sure. I don't think it's National Trust. I think it's English uh, Heritage. Well, it's a big old building, so I'm going to take it. <laughs> um, because I used to love the Tudors as a kid. Well, obviously the reason for that is because Queen Elizabeth shared my name. Um, and it was like, oh, it's me, I'm the Queen. And because Anne Boleyn was her mother, um, she was obviously my favourite um, of Henry's <laughs> wives because I was actually royalty. Oh, um, and my mum's name was Anne as well. So it was like, oh, it's actually me. <laughs> and I believe Anne Boleyn's father her family anyway used to live in heaver castle and also yeah. there's a massive maze um which eight-year-old me loved um <laughs> yeah so i think that's my favorite or either that or hampton court i remember that being really special to go and, and see that i don't actually remember anything about these buildings but i remember going there um i just i haven't mm. been very recently because yeah. the ones i'd go to when i was older were all um, car parks in the Lake District. That's what we <laughs> used our National Trust membership for. Car parks for. in the Lake District. Um, because then you yeah. can you can park on yeah. the lakeside and mm. uh, take out the little dinghy, go for a sail, yeah. have a picnic on Peel Island. Basically, Aww. being an Arthur Ransom character, smaller than Amazon's forever. <laughs> and ever. Um, yeah. And ever. <laughs> so either Lake District car park <laughs> or Hever Castle, which isn't actually a National Trust property. <laughs> Oh, You're doing great. I know. Well, see, my issue is I can't remember any of the names of the places. But oh, my... no, I think I did better then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but my favourite ones, there were lots of lovely ones down near us at home in Berkshire. But since moving to Scotland and going on holiday in Scotland, I must say Scotland has got the best National Trust properties. It really is does. Is it a different because... arm of the National Trust? Is there, there's like Scottish National Trust? I mean, it's separate in terms of it's a... <laughs> It's a different country, but you can have English <laughs> right. membership and still apply because it's, uh, can you? Okay. it's for the UK. Um, but I think it's fantastic and diverse because you can go from visiting a castle one day to going on like a four hour long walk that's not mm, on like a cliff edge or something. Um, but they have lots of lovely gardens. So there's one, like a five minute or well, ten minute, five minute drive from us at home in Scotland. Um, and it's got like a vegetable garden and like a walled Aww. garden and like a waterfall and like a greenhouse and like a lovely large tree in the middle of this like beautiful like perfectly mowed um like square of grass um it's just really lovely i just national trust regardless i think i've never been disappointed going to one Aww, because it's so sweet. Yeah, they're always lovely outings for the family you always go and there's mm. always lovely stuff for the kids to do like there's always enough space for yes. kids to run around in but it's also beautiful enough that then the parents can appreciate the garden layout mm. or the architecture of the home or whatever. Yeah. 
fun they're always so yeah it's very well balanced going to national trust property and also like disabled access like if you've got a granddad in a wheelchair it's very very handy so i have to say the gift shops are um my favorite thing about a national trust property (laughs) what would you go for michael when you are finally led into the gift shop at the end of a national trust day (laughs) where would little michael go the trains Not a common facet of a model of a yeah, national no. trust. Uh, I'm sure you would sniff it out if there was a train <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> yeah, inevitably. Um, do you know what? I have actually yeah. got a book on the go about, which is an anthology of uh, railway poetry. Really? Oh my god! Are there a lot of railway poems? It's a sure. reasonable number. Yeah. Enough to make a book out of it. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favourite one? Can you read it to us? Um, I can do if you want. I haven't yes, necessarily yes. got a favourite one. Well, a short one then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one was quite funny. You're, you're fine if I'm maybe slightly entertaining. Well, um, only slightly. <laughs> in the sense that it contains a number of very forced metaphors, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's entitled The Spiritual Railway, right? We're all already hooked. <laughs> okay. And this this is from Ely Cathedral, and it's a memorial that well, it says, In memory of William Pickering, who died December 24, 1845, aged 30 years, and also Richard Edgar, who died December 24, 1845, aged 24 years. It's a solid name, Richard Edgar. It is, actually. So, uh, here you go. The line to heaven by Christ was made, with heavenly truth the rails are laid. From earth to heaven the line extends, to life eternal where it ends. <laughs> Repentance is the station then where passengers are taken in. No fee for them is there to pay, for Jesus is himself the way. Lord's oh. word is the first engineer, it points the way to heaven so dear. Through tunnels dark <laughs> and dreary here, it does the way to glory steer. Oh. God's love the fire, his truth the steam, which drives the engine and the train. All you who would for glory ride must come to Christ and him abide. In first and second and third class, repentance, faith and holiness. You must away to glory gain, or you with Christ will not remain. Oh. Come then, poor sinners, now's the time. At any station on the line, if you're repentant, then from sin, oh. the train will stop and take you in. Oh, oh that's actually really nice! I love that they rem- rhymed oh. holiness with I know. third class. I like the um, whole first, second, third class. Yeah. <laughs> that's really oh, sweet. That's actually really sweet. Yeah. I, I am whatever. Train poetry yeah, is a thing. Train poetry is a thing. It's a thing. There you go. How did you come across that? Uh, browsing in a bookshop. Oh. <laughs> this really sounds so patronising. Well, part of it is just sadness that you can't browse a bookshop at the moment. Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's not the same on an internet bookstore. I know. Mm. I don't like reading ebooks. No, it's not I the same. You can't it... turn the page. It just feels a bit weird. Yeah. No, it's got to be paper. Like to, got to be paper. Yeah. And it's the tactile part of reading it. And you can't really yeah. curl up with an iPad or an e-reader. Yeah. You, yeah. You well, and also, the more you depend on e-books, the less the... Um, there will then be less bookshops around mm, to yeah. go to, which is sad. The other, it's so much cheaper to yeah. read. Yeah. And the joyful thing about an actual physical book is that a paper book will never run out of battery. Thanks, girls. Don't feel patronised. Nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> oh, no, it's not patronised. No, it's sweet. We yeah. like it. Good. Okay. Now, as an important question, what is your favourite left field smell? Left field smell. What's a left field? Like something that you think should be a nice smell. 
Oh, oh really why? Petrol. No, no, I said yeah, it yesterday. See. Yeah, so yours would be petrol. Mine would be... <laughs> it's Mine would be manure. It really <laughs> would be. No, because... Um... <laughs> This is going to be a really middle class combo. <laughs> but when I went horse riding when I was younger, I I loved it so much. And that's what the stable smelt like. So it's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's a nice smell, but I really like it. Mm. I think because of where it takes me back to and how much I enjoyed what I did smelling it. Mm. <laughs> like I don't, I no longer would be put off by it. Like yesterday we were on a walk and we were somewhere mm. and it smelt like it. it did. And you were like, oh, and I was like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on then, Michael. What's your favourite left field smell? I mean, it's probably petrol for me as well. Mm. Petrol love, is I'm a very petrol common petrol left sure field one, actually. It's, it's some, maybe it's like paint, like I mean, something salty. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's, it is left field <laughs> because I don't like think it smells um, nice, but I think a lot of people appreciate yeah, it. It's saying that my favourite smells are petrol and solvents. <laughs> it's a bit alarming. But, Slightly concerning. But, yeah. but they are quite nice in a weird oh, way. I know what it is. It's Wix or any other like hardware store. Yes, I just actually. love that atmosphere. Of, so yeah. it, it smells like wood and paint and weirdly like that warm smell that you get when lights have been left on for too long it must be just like the it dust smells like proper labor smells yeah. like hard I work like the smell of labor <laughs> yeah <laughs> jeremy corbyn in a bottle uh, <laughs> i don't know i think that must be just like um on a saturday every now and then like i'd go with my dad to wicks to get some yeah. wood yeah, yeah. or something for the garden yeah because um, he's a proper like diy yeah. man i was say i feel like i always associate like hardware stores like b&q home base like wix mm. with a sense of like excitement yeah. and like the unknown because i yeah i would go there when i sat with my dad sometimes and you wouldn't know what on earth he's looking for and he'd use all these terms i'm like uh is that a screw or a nail or a piece of like wood i <laughs> what don't know is this? also like being younger and smaller walking around everything's so massive, and everything is it? so big yeah. it was so fun but also it was the unknown yeah. and the thought of that you're getting something and you're going to make something or it will make something better was always so exciting as well <laughs> I always wanted to ride in them, but I could never like pick up yeah. the courage because a they were quite dirty, mm. and b just like everyone looked so serious, yeah. also <laughs> purposeful. Yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, it's just purposeful. full of people like really satisfied in the fact that they have a purpose. And also, you feel like like when you go in there, you're all connected in some way, <laughs> which doesn't happen if you're in like a supermarket. But if you're in a hardware store, yeah. you could walk up to someone and be like, "Oh, mate, can you help me carry this plank?" And it would be perfectly <laughs> fine. You don't know them, but like in a supermarket, you'd be like, hey, "Can I ask for help?" <laughs> What's your hardware store experience, Michael? I mean, I enjoy a hardware store. I, I'm a particular fan. There's a DIY and hardware shop on Morgan Road for artists. DIY is excellent. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, sadly, sadly, currently closed. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, the hardware store is it's a realm of excitement, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> um, the, the possibilities that can ensue from... Yes. Yeah. What's your favourite aisle in Ooh. a hardware store? Oh, how do you answer that question? Oh, the tools aisle, surely. It's got to be the tools aisle, but it's an excellent aisle. Mm. Now, are you talking power tools or spanners? I mean, both are great. <laughs> so what's the word for the not power tool section? Because I just called it spanners. Uh, I guess manual tools. Or yeah. hand tools. Lapsed hand drivers. Yeah. I can't actually think of what my favourite one was. Yeah. I do like the paint it, aisle, to be fair. Oh, no! Like, it's not because I just really like paint. And I really like the <laughs> section where you'd have, like, the dip in the wall. 
and they'd have was it Dulux all the like sachet not sachets the um the, the color chart the color charts every <laughs> time we went into B and Q that's where you would find me and I'm pretty sure I would take some and take them home for no purpose whatsoever apart from the fact that I like the colors I don't think I did anything with them apart from put them probably in my scrapbook with all my other postcards oh, <laughs> I just really like choosing colors they went to the national trust they went home base. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, have you tried any of our creative challenges yet? Not so much, no. Well, I think you'd be great at it. I'm expecting some poetry from you. Our entries this week were really We're lovely, very good for the yeah. Basswood Boys. Yeah. yeah. And a poem from the whole family. It was, it was very Definitely impressive. Definitely raised the bar. They have indeed. Our creative challenge this week is just to send us in what Easter crafts you've been yeah, doing. With anything your... Easter themed. Yeah, it'd be nice just to see what you've been cracking on with in your own time. Um... Any Easter nests or like Easter gardens yes, or maybe even yeah. Easter baking that you've done, mm. send us a photograph. We'd love to see yeah. what you're doing. Or you could send us a little video of you singing your favourite Easter song. Yes. Or anyone doing any Easter bunny hops and choreographing Easter dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, or yeah, send us a video of like an Easter egg hunt you might do mm, if you've got a back garden yeah. or like around the house. That would be great fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to receiving them all. Well, it's been lovely having you here, Michael. Lovely to be here. Oh, thanks for coming. Yeah, thank um, you very much. Yeah. And everyone else for listening in too. Yeah, goodbye to everyone. Bye! Bye! Bye.